Yo, yo. What? Oh, what's up, Luke? What's going on, Mike Wilson? Nothing, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode off the podcast, off the top. Here with my man Luke Saunders today. That's at Luke Saunders thirty three on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, not Instagram. But yeah, what's up, dog? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Just uh, getting ready for uh, some big, big games tonight in Boston because you know, Title Town as always. Man. We're uh, making a push again. Man, fuck t- <laughs> Title Town. <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about some sports today. Talk about some Patriots, some Celtics. Talk a little baseball. So yeah, g- give me your thoughts, man. How do you think about the Jazz? How do you like your Patriots picks? Give me some predictions, anything. I mean, wake me up when we get to the AFC Championship game, like usual. Um, I think they'll be fine. Um, I like the first pick, Isaiah Wynn, because uh, we need a tackle, just because um, Nate Solder obviously left that, to the Giants. That's that Georgia guy, right? Yeah, so the first two picks were from Georgia, Isaiah Wynn and um, Stoney Michelle. I think that's how you say it, I, running back. I actually like that guy. I think that was a good pick. See, I like it, too, because I'm like, all right, this guy's got talent. Like, you know, people are saying he's Alvin Kamara 2.0, and I'm all about that. Um it's just tough because it's like it's a running back in the first round. Like, I don't know, just the history of that position. I'm not sure how I feel about it right now. But you have- if the guy pans out, though. Like, I'm, I'm all about it. It's just I want – I don't know. I, I guess to be determined, it's just the Pats have never picked a first-round running back, like going back towards Lawrence Maroney, and that was a bust, you know? I don't know if Lawrence Maroney was a bust. I actually liked him. He was pretty good. Mm, nah, he, he didn't pan out. You know, that was the last one they picked. And usually, you know how the Pats are. They'll take running backs from the snack bar off the street and they turn him into gold so it's like do you really need to waste a first round pick at that position i don't know and you got you guys got like five running backs on your depth chart though don't you you got like Jer- you got jeremy hill uh gillisey rex burkhead yeah i th- i think jeremy hill and um gillisley they're probably gonna be cut at training camp because they didn't really do much last year burkhead but that's the thing uh burkhead will probably stay as long as he's healthy oh you he's said Gil- you said gillisey my fault my fault yeah no that's good um gillisley um sorry burkhead james white like you know, we already have those two guys. Like, they're going to do the same thing as like, Sony Michelle is going to do here. But if Michelle's more of an explosive running back where he can run the ball, I'll take it. But it's like, we've run, we've won a Super Bowl with LeGarrette Blount. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter who you plug in there in the Patriots offense. So, but how do you feel about losing all these starters, man? I mean, you guys lost, what, Malcolm Butler. You lost Soldier. You lost uh, Deion Lewis. You lost Brandon Cooks, which I was surprised you guys got rid of. Um but you guys lost Amendola. You guys lost a lot of starters on both offense and defense. Yeah, I, I especially uh, Danny Amendola. Like, I think that's going to hurt him in the long run when you need that big catch. Um, like, you know, playoff Amendola, that's what they call them around here. I think that's going to hurt. But I think that also tells me, I think they feel good about Julian Edelman because I know he's coming off an injury. But if they get rid of Amendola, who's a security blanket for Brady, I think that means that, all right, they feel good about Edelman going into the season. Like, I, may, like, I know the history at slot receiver at that age, I think he's going to be 33, isn't great. But if they think he's good to go, you know, I'll trust the process there. <laughs> trust the process. Shouldn't be saying, shouldn't be saying trust the process. When you're the Celtics <laughs> I, I, what's your thoughts on that series? Because honestly, like, with Celtics, they, they got home court, but they're actually underdogs, which is surprising in the NBA. I mean, I think, I think having home court is obviously definitely advantage. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I was pulling for the Celtics with the Bucks. I just don't know if you guys are going to beat Philly. I mean, but I mean, I think I think what you guys need to be or what we need to be excited about is just the fact that our, we have a young team and the fact that we made it to the second round without Kyrie and without Hayward. Um, but I don't know. I just don't. See, I think I honestly think that Philly's going to win it all. It's a hot take. I, oh, I'm telling. I mark my word. 
five, I don't even know what today's date is, but six o'clock on whatever today's date is, Mike Wilson said, See, like, it all. And they're taking down, they're taking down Cleveland. And they're going to, hey, my, my other hot take, uh, Houston's beating Golden I State. Can, all right, well, hold up. Let me get the thoughts real quick. So, I, 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 do, I don't think they're going to win this round, but it wouldn't surprise me if they advanced either. Um, it just sucks that we don't have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward, but, like, that's awesome that we're getting those, getting them Definitely. back next season and shit. Um, but, yeah, no, Philly's scary, and this is, like, the first chapter of, like, Celtics versus Philly because of, like, the drafts, like, trading draft picks and all that. And, like, their young core versus our young core, like, this is going to be, like, this is going to be chapter one tonight of, like, a long 10-year, hopefully, like, 10-year history between these two teams. Um, yeah, Philly, they're dangerous, but it wouldn't surprise me if they just, like, bowed out in this round either because they got a lot of fucking egos on that team, too. And I could just see them, like, wilting under the pressure a little bit. And I, I, I'm not a LeBron guy, but I, I can't really – I can't bet against LeBron either. Like, I think he gets back to the finals if he gets to the Eastern Conference finals. You, you can't bet against LeBron, but, I mean, they went seven games with Indiana. And in my opinion, the refs kind of helped out LeBron in the, uh, game seven. I don't know if the Cleveland should even advance. It's gonna be, it'll be interesting, too, if it's LeBron versus um, Philly in the next round because – Everyone keeps saying how LeBron might go to Philly during free agency, and like that would really scare me. Man, that guy's going everywhere in free agency. I done heard Houston. I heard I heard L.A. Fucking the Lakers, Philly. Man, that guy's. I hear, it, but I still think it's Golden State's title. Like to, uh, until you know to be determined. But I think I don't think anyone's beating Golden State. They blew out uh, the Pelicans last night. I think it was the night before. Without Steph Curry, Steph Curry, I think's coming back tonight too. So I, I, I just still think it's Golden State's uh, title. I'm telling you, Golden State. Golden State's gonna. I, th- I think them making it to the championship is gonna catch up with them. Houston, they're hungry. Yeah, Houston. Man. Watch Houston, out. Yeah. Watching Houston in the regular season, man, they just chuck Dog, up three pointers. Gerald like, Green, I like him too, man. I've liked him since he was on. Yeah, I like I like Gerald Green since he was back on with the Celtics. That was my first NBA jersey was Gerald blow, Green when he won yep, the dunk contest. Blowing out the, he blew blow out the cupcake. cupcake. That was that was some remember that? Shit. <laughs> That's yep. when it. Oh, go ahead. My bad. I was gonna say that's when, Man, that's I when the watching... dunk contest was like legit. Yeah. Now it's like now you... forget it. <laughs> it. Was legit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I definitely feel you. Man. So how about how about baseball, man? How you your Red Sox, man? It's trying to fall behind. You guys had like a seven and a half team lead. You guys it's, lost that in the week. I was thinking about this the other day. So like everyone's going crazy about the Sox. Like your boy Jack Robbins saying they're never gonna lose again. <laughs> it's definitely your. Oh, that's not my boy. Fuck Jack Robbins. Jack Robbins, if you're listening, I hate you. So it's obviously whatever. Like obviously, what were they seven? Steps socks or seventeen and two at one point. Like obviously, they're not gonna sustain that. It's crazy to think though. It's only April thirtieth, and it's like it feels like the season's been like a year already. Like lo- long, long way to go. But I wasn't yeah, surprised fair, to see fair. the Yankees uh, make a comeback. And like I think they're three games behind the Sox now. So. Nah, hey, I think I think I, I'm, I might be a game and a half if I'm not I, mistaken. I think it's, two, I think it's maybe least, two games, at least top. three, but probably two. I don't think it's lower than that. Um, but <laughs> I kind of like. I hope it's a race like all summer because that's just really good for baseball, obviously. And um, it's they only played one series against each other, Sox and Yankees. So next time around, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys just finished yeah. So series against, I'm glad we like, avoided the right? sweep against the Tampa Bay Rays. Feel good about that. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's, that's okay, whatever. Um, they're playing the Royals. I think I don't know if it's three or four games, but the Royals suck. They're like seven and twenty, but you never know. Um, 
So that's what sucks too. You guys got the Royals, but we're heading into Houston. Tonight. Yeah, we so I want to see what the Yankees do there. Like, let's see how easy. legit they are. Like with the lineup against, like obviously the defending World World Series champs. Um, I know we just well, Mookie Betts. He has a hamstring yeah. injury. He's not playing tonight. Uh, I think he'll be fine though. I think Cora said it wasn't anything serious. It just you know precautionary reasons, which I get. It's April thirtieth. Like we need him when it matters. So. Um, it's, it's like I said, a long way to go. It's only April 30th, but it feels like it's been a lifetime already this season. Facts, facts. And we got we got a series coming up. You guys are coming to New York. Yeah, I I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because, like I said, it's going to be round two. And who knows? Maybe that's when Joe Kelly's back, too, because he just served the suspension. I don't know if you saw. He was in the stands uh, last game just chilling in the, in the right field bleachers. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Marshawn yeah. Lynch when Marshawn Lynch got yeah, ejected. Yeah, man of the people. So I'm, all, I'm, about, I'm a big Joe Kelly guy now. Like, he's the uh, mayor of Boston the last two weeks. He's just killing it on social media and everything. So, Yeah, didn't he – when um when he appealed his suspension so, uh, uh, about a week ago or whatever, didn't he tweet out something <laughs> yeah. like, at least take me to dinner <laughs> that, first? I think that's what it was. I think that's the exact quote you just said. So, like I said, he's just been killing it. Um. I can't remember what game it was. Was it game – maybe – no, it was game two of the Bruins series against the Maple Leafs last round. Um, he was he was in the crowd, so they showed the highlight of him and Tyler Austin getting into the brawl in the Jumbotron. Then they panned the Joe Kelly in the, in the suite. He's got the Bruins rally towel waving it. Place went nuts. It was awesome. Like, he's just killing it right now in Boston. <laughs> Doesn't he – man, the only, obviously, I'm a Yankees fan, so I can't respect him, but it, I think it's kind of funny. Doesn't he – when he comes Yeah, out, no, he, he does. Because um, I was actually at the song. game – it was like two weeks ago. It was, um, That's kind it was of the day he appealed the suspension. He came in for a relief outing against the. I think it was the Orioles. It was Friday, April twelfth, or whatever. And yeah, he, it was awesome. Like just you know, coming from the bullpen, I'm like, oh, he didn't get suspended. Like he's appealing it. He's got the background music going. Like like I said, he's just killing the game right now. I don't know. I, I still I, I don't see a problem with him not getting a suspension. Um, I guess lesser less of an, a suspension because i mean a lot of people arguing a lot of red sox fans arguing it but yeah i mean i understand that tyler austin slid in the second base which is still a baseball slide in my opinion i don't think that slide was super out of you know out of context but if um, joe kelly doesn't throw with tyler austin at bat then none of this ever happened so i, I say a lot of you guys bitching about just tyler austin getting a one game less of a suspension i mean one game ain't shit i mean i don't think there's a, there's no other sport that has that a single game means less than in baseball because there's so many fucking games but i mean like i said i just don't see a problem with you know tyler austin having four yeah games it's another thing too like five. usually the pitchers are gonna get more games just because they're pitchers they're not playing every day you know so like, i'm like i don't know like if he yeah exactly. i think people are more pissed too because he's a relief pitcher so like you can use him more throughout the week as opposed to a starter who's only gonna pitch every five days i'm like go ahead sorry and that's a, no, I was saying that's another thing too. Exactly what you just said. He's a pitcher. I mean, we have Tyler Austin's our starting first baseman, and that his four game suspension honestly hurts us more than your five game suspension because he's an everyday player. And now we have uh, fucking I don't know if you know who Neil Walker is. This guy sucks. He's batting at like one sixty seven. Can't hit a ball to save his life. Multiple strikeouts a game. So the four game suspension is actually hurts us more than your five. Yeah, it's like I, I get socks in being pissed, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. He, he at least he like I think he was originally six games for Kelly. Now it's what is it five or maybe it was five to four. Either way, he got a he. Yeah, no, I think Kelly right, has so five. I think it was six yeah, to uh, five Austin and five four. to four from Austin. So I'm like, whatever. They they reduced it a little bit. I'm like, give it a week and no one's gonna remember it. So it's not a big deal. But um. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, 
Who's who, who's the best? <laughs> so, all right. In baseball? Let me ask you this. I know. I know your boys. I know. If your answer, no, hold on. If your answer is anything other well, than DJ, that's fine because I got two to come in. I got the Bruins to watch in like 50 minutes. Um, all right, right now, <laughs> sure, I'll give you Gregorius. That's fine. Like, like I said, it's April 30th, but if all I'm right, starting right, a series, um, if I'm starting a team, um, I'm picking Carlos Correa. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're out of your fucking mind. Carlos Correa is my guy. You're out of your mind. <laughs> no, Gregorius, I'm he's good. Though. I respect him. Like, None. you know, I remember when he. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. The guy's trying to play shortstop for the New York Yankees after Derek Jeter. Like, that's the, that's basically saying who the, like the next quarterback for the Patriots after Tom Brady. Like, that's just like so much, so much pressure, man. But good for him, just tearing it yeah, up. Exactly. Big shoes, big shoes. Yeah, nah. Uh, he's been turning. I mean, he's been turning it up to all season. Uh, Gary Sanchez, man, as of late, he's been turning it up too. Um, we uh, we took Game Three. Well, we actually swept the Angels series this past weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Friday, it was we were up two to one, pretty much most of the game, um, or two. It was either two one or two nothing. I was Friday night, I can't remember. Um, but in, into the ninth inning, we were still down two to or, or three. We were down three to two in the ninth inning. Um, got a couple base hits, ended up tying it, sending into extras. Didi hit a walk off. Well, not a, a walk off in the top, but a tenth if you want to call it. Um, ended up winning that game. Game two came out fire, and we ended up winning. We scored. I think it was eleven to one on Saturday. And then yesterday, back to Gary Sanchez, he had a two-run uh, home run and ended up winning two to one. But Sanchez, yeah. man, he's been hit, uh, heating up too. He has uh, like three or four uh, two-run home run games this year. Um, over the past month, he's batting like 300, um, 24 RBIs. I think he has six or seven home runs. He's been doing good. Uh, uh, Judge has been an animal. He's always good. I mean, he had a little bit of a rough weekend though. I think Friday and uh, between Friday and yesterday, he had like five or six strikeouts. But I mean. That's a guy that's gonna, you know, he's gonna bat 300 with, you know, 50 home runs and even 100 strikeouts or whatever. But Stanton's coming around a little bit too. Stanton just hasn't really kicked it into gear yet. I think the problem with him is, I mean, you go from being, you know, I mean, you go over four, over five, and people are still gonna scream your name. He's not used to getting booed. He's not used to the cold weather. It used to be a night, you know, obviously in Miami, it's 9,500 degrees every game. Um, and going back, I forget what game it was, like two, three weeks ago. It might have been it was either the Baltimore uh, game or the Toronto game we were playing. They intentionally walked Aaron Judge in order to get to Stanton. So, like, what has Stanton ever had to deal with being intentionally walked so they can face him instead of somebody else, you know? So, I just think Stanton's kind of still trying to f- uh, find his role. But I don't know. I, th- I think we're going to be all right. Um, Aaron, Hick- Aaron Hicks is good. Brett Garden is good. So, I'm actually really excited about this Yankees team. Um, we got Brandon Jewelry coming back this week. Yeah, like and, you said um, about Stan, um, right. not Stan. Um, I always get those guys confused because it's three, four, five. Um, I'm, I like Garrett Sanchez a lot. I think he low key might be your best hitter on the team. Like you know, like you know, from wire to wire. Um, I mean, everyone looks at Stan and Judge. I get yeah, it, I but feel like Sanchez too. Like he's no one to sleep on. Yeah, and no, I feel you. But, yeah. Um, so, give me uh, – we'll, we'll go back to football real quick, trying to wrap this up. Give me your uh, – your re- uh, I'll Eagles go 12-4, and four, and they're going to beat Houston open tonight. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell, tell you why you aren't going to beat Houston uh, open tonight. Uh, yeah, is that a 1 o'clock o- game? I have day, I should say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, it's a 1 o'clock game. I, I was kind of – at first, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't want to play the Patriots Week One, 
But now that I think of it, you guys don't figure yourselves out to like week four, week three, week 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 three, week four, week five, somewhere in there is where you guys start clicking. You got you look at, I mean, even last year, for example, Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City's a team they always start off hot and then they end they, as the season progresses. Andy Reid just, he's, I, I don't know what the hell he does in Kansas City because that team should go a lot further than they do every year. But um, you guys lost, you guys lost week one last year. I think uh, week two, you guys might have won. Do you remember um, when you guys played week two? We oh, it was, it was in New Orleans. They beat the Saints. The Saints. And then you guys, week three, you you, you know, you guys came back. You guys beat us, um, the Texans, week three. Then you guys lost, I think it was Carolina, week four. So you guys started off two and two. After that, you guys went on like a nine-game win streak or eight-game win streak. So I, I'm actually kind of excited. We do play you guys week one because, like I said, it takes you guys a little while to figure out. And I'm going to give you two reasons why you guys will not beat us week one. One, Deshaun Watson. See, he has, that's one of my outside. reasons why I will win because I love Deshaun Watson. Like, I'm a big fan. I, I love Hopkins, too. Like, those, those two, like, I like, I like those guys a lot. I want to see what Watson looks like coming off that injury just because he, he was tearing it up and he gets hurt. And has... But he came up – he also tore his ACL when he played for Clemson. Then he came back. I hear you, but now you look at two injuries. Game. So, it's like I hope I, – I love the kid. I hope he doesn't get injured because it's like he's that, – that team could really go far if he's healthy. And they, they started to, like, click when he was – when he, I don't know why he didn't start at the end of the season, so that made no sense to me. <laughs> but like, oh, no, that, I, I also, I'm rooting for that's that guy. I really want him to do well. Um, I just want like I'm not saying he's gonna do terrible week one. It's just all right. He's coming off an injury. He's playing the New England Patriots. That game's in New England too, right? So it's like that's just a lot to ask for. Yeah, but it's in New England. Whatever. Like if he pulls it off, it wouldn't surprise me. But I could see him playing competitively, just because he's not you know ready there. Yeah, not honestly, I'm not worried. He'll be all right. I think he's gonna click right back into where he was at the end of last season, um, before obviously the injury. And obviously, we we haven't we didn't lose nobody in the off season either. I mean, if anything, we picked up guys. Our biggest pickup was Tyron Matthew. The yeah, that, that's gonna help your defense because I don't know why. Like you, you the, two years ago, you guys had like the number one overall defense, and then you go from like one to like 32 in a year. Yeah, you want you want to know why? Is because <laughs> Mike Grable. I don't. That's why the guy's a bump. I don't understand. I, I just don't understand why, uh, to this day, even though I, I follow everything Texans, I never found out the reason why they took Romeo Cornell out of defensive coordinator and then made Mike Rabel the defensive coordinator. The two years ago when we had the number one defense, Romeo was a D, uh, DC, and then um, Rabel was a linebackers coach. And then they go back to, uh, last year. They, I don't know. Romeo Cornell, he had a defensive um, 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 job or whatever. But uh, Vrabel was a defense. So they literally went from the number thir- the number one defense to probably the number 31 or 32 defense. And we were allowing like 30, 25, 30 points a game every game. And our, obviously our offense sucked so that we were never in any, any games with Tom Savage's quarterback. I don't know. I don't know a single football team has gone through more quarterbacks. You, probably, you guys might be number two on that list. I'd probably give it to the Cleveland Browns at number one. <laughs> yeah, it was the Browns too. No, I think right. they went through like six in like two weeks like a couple of years ago. But... <laughs> I see. I see, see that for that reason right there. I think that's what makes DeAndre Hopkins even more special with the numbers and a, a player that he is, and he's doing it. And he has never really had a quarterback, you know. I mean, over just the past couple of years, we've had uh, you've had Deshaun Watson, you've had Brock Osweiler, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Taylor Heineke, whoever the hell that is, uh, Ryan Mallett, uh, Brian Hoyer. I, I don't know if I said Ryan Fitzpatrick or not. Um, we've had. I don't know. I don't. I think his first year there, he might have been with Matt Schwab. I'm not sure if they uh, miss each other or not. But I mean, it's like seven or eight quarterbacks in just the past two or three years alone, and he's still putting up a thousand yards a year. Uh, you know, ten to 13, 14, 15 touchdowns a year. 
So I just think that's what makes Deshaun uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, like I said, I'm a big uh, Hopkins guy, a big Watson guy. So I hope they do well. Um, but another thing, too, that I think that might not get him to the next level is um, how do you feel about your boy, Billy O'Brien? Because I think last year he got a, he got a pass because he didn't have a quarterback when Watson went down. So if they don't make the playoffs this year. Is he going after this year? Well, I to be honest, he signed a he signed a contract extension um, this past year because um, I think if I remember right or if I had this right, I think this would have been his last year under contract, and then he would have been gone after this season. But he signed a contract extension, so I just don't I don't know I don't know the facts of that contract extension. So I, I mean, obviously it was a multi year deal, so he's going to be back next year probably no matter what. Um, but with that being said, that I mean, I don't know how you know how good of a memory you have, or how much of that Texans Patriots game you remember of last year. But I went to the game, so I remember it clear as day. Obviously, and that's a game that we should have won. You know, it, it was poor clock management down the you know down the stretch. Um, so at the time, I want to say if I remember right, it was 30, 33 to uh, or thirty one. It was like a three or four point game or something. So or or thirty one twenty eight something to that extent. Uh, we had the ball on our on your like twenty yard line. Um, it was fourth and one at the time. And we could either kick the field goal to go up by five to make it. I think that's what it was. It was it was thirty to twenty eight, and then we kicked the field goal to go up thirty three twenty eight. So it was either it was fourth and one. We could either kick the field goal, which we did, or we could have just went for it on fourth and one and keep the ball out of Brady's hands, and hopefully we get it. And either way, we still have that lead. So it, basically, it would be a matter of stopping you from driving the ball eighty yards. Um, he didn't use the timeout when he was supposed to. Ended up screwing us, so we had to kick the field goal, and then we ended up going up by five. And then our secondary blows the game. The pass that the pass before that Tom Brady threw that uh, long touchdown to Brandon Cooks. Corey Moore drops an interception. Yep, number forty-three in our secondary drops an inter- drops a fucking interception. And no nobody was around him. It was just him and the ball. The closest guy next to him was uh, nowhere to buy at least probably five to ten yards. Just drops it, and that kind of just blew us the game. Then the next play. I think it was Andre, number 29, Andre Howell. I think that's who he uh, threw the touchdown on, Brandon Cooks, and that just cost us a game. But, I mean, it was multiple games this season that he could have been more aggressive or more conservative or use a timeout here, use a timeout there. Uh, it was funny, too, because I, I, some, you know, the Houston Texans Twitter Twitter world, um, a report came out this offseason that people are, are, even the coaching staff, are scared of Bill O'Brien. They're scared to approach him during games. They're scared to approach him during practices and all this other stuff because they say they say he's basically just a fucking hothead. He flips out on any on everything. He's not a people's person. You can't really talk to him. You can't make suggestions or anything to that sort. And, you know, he's – I mean, I, I just don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what he does this year. I mean, the way – I mean, he is a quarterback person. You know, I, he was a quarterback's coach with uh, you guys. Um, he, yeah, he, I think he was a quarterback's coach at first, and then he was offensive coordinator for that one season. And uh, him, and Brady, him and Brady used to go at it all the time. So, like, the whole hothead thing, that's definitely, that's definitely true. And that's why I question yeah. him because I'm like, yeah. right, you said he's a hothead, so he's probably he's got that old school mentality, probably. So like, is he is he gonna relate to like old a young guy mentality. like Watson and Hopkins? You know, I I might be doing. Go ahead, sorry. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Deshaun Watson has come out multiple times and said that he loves Bill O'Brien, he wants him there. And while they were doing the contract or negotiating contract extension, uh, Watson came out multiple times and said that he wants to play for Bill O'Brien. Um, but I mean, I think that's, that's pretty easy if you're a quarterback and, you know, you see the ability that Deshaun Watson has, of course, you're going to kiss his ass, you know, make him happy. But I mean, if you can, coaching staff or reports are coming out that you coaching staff are scared to make suggestions, 
you're going to have any type of success, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but it'll, it'll definitely be interesting because, like, uh, I was going to compare John Farrell to Bill O'Brien, kind of apples and oranges, but, like, John Farrell, old school mentality. No one could approach him. No one liked him. The players didn't really like him. So, like, I'm not saying it's going to be the same situation, but, like, you never know. If he's that, if he's one of those guys you can't approach or anything, it's like, especially in football, you, you, need, you need communication when it comes to football for sure. Yeah, exactly. More than anything, because I mean, obviously, they they say it's a game event. Little tweak of the game could fuck the whole game up, you know. So that's that. All right, but yeah, we, 